Well, welcome back to the Business of Blueberries. This actually is a special 20th anniversary episode. To honor this milestone, we brought together some longtime industry leaders and asked them each to share one experience that stands out to them as they reflect on the past 20 years. To kick things off, Denny Doyle remembers how difficult things were to bring into existence the organization you know now as the USHBC. At the at the time, we just had the NABC, and you know we were connected with the wild industry. So the NABC was the wild and cultivated industry. There was you know serious conversations about us parting our ways because we had two different kind of things that we wanted to promote. So we did do that, and that was that was not easy. It was it was difficult. It really was. And then we we moved from the the thought process of the voluntary, you know, nature of NABC into a mandatory nature of what we know today as the USHBC. I, I think back then, and it was it was the younger folks at that time. I was included in in this that saw the need for USHBC. The older guard was a lot more skeptical about how all this was going to happen. And, you know, we, we didn't fight, but we had some serious, serious conversations about how all this was going to evolve. You know, those conversations were not easy, but we held together and we're very fortunate in this industry in that the older guard at that time kind of sat back and let, you know, Art and myself and Timmy Weatherby and and many others in that younger group, and they they gave the nod of approval and said, "Okay, let's you know go with it. We support you with this," and that's how we became USHBC. I'm just so proud to to be able to be a part of that conversation and that look forward, and and we and we never look back. We never look back. So the message to our younger growers that are facing some you know, it seems like, geez, what are we going to do about this? My suggestion, talk about it. And there are avenues, there are ways that this that this is going to going to happen. You know, and you're going to take it, take it to the next level, take it to the next step. It's good for our industry. It's good, you know, that we keep moving forward and looking ahead. Next, Tom Bodke also remembers these challenges getting started. Even what to name it was part of the struggle. That, that whole issue, not only of the USDA oversight, but of, of mandatory checkoff, uh, many even called it a taxation, a uh, huge hurdle for especially the older generation, but for a lot in the industry to get over. So that was one major. The other was uh, interesting, and I don't know the whole backstory, maybe Rod or, or Denny or Art could uh, interject, but initially it was going to be just a takeoff of the NABC, it was going to be the USBC or something like that. And the way the wild high bush industry had deteriorated in relationship, the wild industry said, no way are they the U.S. Blueberry Council. They're the U.S. cultivated Blueberry Council. And and so we we pushed back and forth over that and settled out on the high bush. But they wanted us to be called cultivated because they were the U.S. wild, or at least in the case of Maine. So sure. uh, that was also an interesting. 
uh, discussion. Yeah, and and it was all those kind of things that you know I I think you know some folks you know and the younger that just assume that oh this just popped up and this just happened and my message is no you, you just heard that, you know that was a that was six months of going back and forth with the wild industry pushing back on us as the U.S. Blueberry Council. That's that was the that was the, the original name of it. Art Galetta remembers another major milestone in the history of USHBC when new research provided groundbreaking information about just how healthy blueberries really are. What I think was one of the big milestones, uh, one of the conventions uh, in the early 2000s, we had a guest speaker come in uh, for the keynote speaker for our banquet, uh, and his name was Dr. Jim Joseph. And we just listened to this guy, and everybody just got supercharged and realized we had an organization that could use this information to help promote the healthy aspects of blueberries. And what a boom that created in demand over time as this information got out to the public. I think that was a real milestone for the blueberry industry. Rod Cook echoes Art's words that research has played a vital role in the rise of blueberries. And it turns out that the pioneering research happened almost by chance. I mean, a lot of this research, I think it's really important to point out because, you know, nowadays there's a lot of research that's funded even by our council and consumers sometimes are are very cautious about that. I mean, hey, it's industry funded. How real is it? But, you know, that initial work came out of a USDA research facility that most of us didn't even know existed, done by researchers that most of us had never even heard of before in our entire life. And he happened to include blueberries because they happened to be in season when he went down to the market in Boston and bought a bunch of foods to try out and see if his theory that human aging was just like rusting an old iron piece of iron. And lo and behold, blueberries came out on top. And it it coincided with the start of USHBC. So it was, we were at the right place, the right time with a piece of information that just was dropped in our laps. And it, it was just incredible to supercharge us to get going. And it was very cool. Rising demand, fueled in part by this research, required a great deal of cooperation. That's the element that Bill Steed says is at the heart of this blueberry industry. In 2003, maybe it was 2002, the California blueberry industry was very, very young. And we had a symposium in Sacramento that was, which Dave Brazelton was there and a couple of the, we'll call the old guards were there as a bunch of us new people were trying to figure this out. We were all wannabe blueberry guys. So it was a, for us, a whole new world. And, you know, we were working with this Florida variety and, uh, you know, we had a lot of the, the unity from the industry that helped us, that helped everything in California to get up and operate was a true statement of unselfishness and cooperation. And that same cooperation has continued. It's, it's in the fiber of the California commission. You know, everybody cooperates, everybody's learned not much different than, than the national part of it. We're just a little smaller operation, but we still are able to communicate as we've seen over the last, uh, several decades of how well this organization communicates. And Pat Goyne agrees. 
It's the unity amongst all involved that makes this industry special. I guess the one thing that I would say in regards to the blueberry industry, and, and certainly from, from the late 90s, when I first started going to a USHBC as, as a board member from NBG, it was amazing to me that we could walk into a meeting, a group of people, all of which were, were competitors, and, and put those things aside. Everyone was there for the good of the industry. And I think that's why the industry has, has survived and been so successful. When we come to those meetings, we're all there for the good of the industry. It's, it's, it's not a particular marketer or a particular region. Or it's what's good for blueberries. And I think that that's a point that needs to be stressed so much. And to add to that, Jeff Malensky says, if the blueberries don't bring us together, the music will. This is a pretty cool group of people we got here. Um, I'll, just a real quick story is, it was Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. I had no idea we had musicians in this group. Uh, a bunch of them, Dave Brazelton and some folks down in Georgia, all got together. We were all having beers and just watching great time. So it goes further than just blueberries. These are just good people. Shelly Hartman said she could fill hours of a podcast with fun blueberry industry stories from throughout the years, but instead she closes out our 20th anniversary episode with some encouraging words. I think that in this industry, we've all grown through a lot of the pains together, and we've also celebrated a lot of the great experiences that blueberries have brought into our life. And the experiences of going to the meetings and talking with other fellow growers and industry leaders, I think, has really been impactful, not just for the group here on the call today, but I think, as we've mentioned, the younger generation that are now attending and coming along to the meetings and participating at a higher level. It's really important. And I think it'll be crucial to take our industry to the next step. Last but not least, make sure you nominate someone for the USHBC 20th Anniversary Awards Program. The deadline has been extended to Friday, August 28th. This is your chance to recognize a colleague, peer, or mentor, or nominate yourself or your organization and you can do that by visiting ushbc.org to complete the nomination form today. Thank you so much to all involved for 20 successful years as part of the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council. And here's to many, many more. 